0: We're Renee. And Courtney, your online sisters. And we're on a mission to help women across the world become the best version of themselves through the power of sisterhood. That's why we've written To My Sisters, a guide to building lifelong friendship. From working out how to achieve your dreams to setting boundaries and managing expectations, this essential handbook will show you how to fully embrace the power of friendship and community. Packed with practical advice and personal stories from our decade-long friendship, we'll give you all the tools and advice you need to find, make and keep lifelong friendship. To My Sisters is available now online and at all good bookshops.
1: There seems to be a growing disdain for marriage
0: as much as people dislike marriage we don't hate relationships we're yeah, still yeah, seeking yeah. love you know you've got a whole host of men who feel
1: like i don't know what i bring to the table now which is why you're always constantly coming on these podcasts to ask women what do you bring to the table constantly
0: it's less of a scrutiny people have of marriage and more so a scrutiny people have of men mm-hmm. do you get <laughs> what i mean the it's like bones. Can- let's go <laughs> hello and welcome to the Two my sisters podcast i'm courtney and i'm renee and we are your online sisters and hosts of the Two my sisters podcast we are all about promoting the wellness growth and development of a community of sisters across the world
1: and in today's episode we are going to be talking about the modern woman and marriage divorce and whether marriage is still really worth it
0: okay exciting scenes i think the last time we talked about this i was wearing the same jumper actually really
1: it's all coming full circle yeah it's coming full circle but yeah i thought it would be a good idea to have a conversation on obviously we've been referencing marriage in some of our recent episodes mm-hmm. but also just thinking about Our perception as women Mm. when it comes to marriage. Is Mm. it still something we believe in? Mm. Is it still something to aspire to? Mm. What is going on right now where there's a lot of ladies who are out here not interested in dealing with any man's BS right now. So we're going to all get into all of that exciting stuff. But before we do, we do have a few housekeeping. Okay. By this time we will have become official authors oh that's right ladies that means as you are listening to this the to my sisters book a guide to building lifelong friendships is available and out there for you to purchase by and hold crazy. Behold, we have done a new thing
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so ladies we would time. absolutely so much appreciate you if you would support a good sister yeah and purchase that book also share with your sisters share with your mother your auntie anyone else that you think that our book can help we had such a whale of a time writing the book and it's been a whale of an experience so far so we are just so excited to have something out there for you to have to hold to enjoy and we'd also love it that if you have read the book drop us some reviews yes let us us know
0: what you think but honestly thank you thank you for all of your support on this entire process and um, it has been over a year of us just talking working right. writing thinking and also just being inspired by you so thank you for constantly encouraging us constantly celebrating us and yeah for picking up the book and for getting around to reading it and sharing it with your friends um Absolutely. genuinely we really appreciate you being a part of this process this is a win for the sisterhood but also this is an ode to the sisterhood if you ode. will and so um we we just know that you i hope you know that you're a huge part of this for us as well so So, Thank you Thank you so, so much for your We're saying this well in advance Because honestly. it's about a week Before publication for us literally. But honestly like Just thank you Thank you for celebrating thank us Because we know we are We're going to get so much love And then it's so comforting To know that you have a community Whether it be a digital one That is going to celebrate Your every success So thank you so much For celebrating with us so far And there will be more reasons To celebrate in the future Tomorrow oh, Um, Literally tomorrow You're listening to this On Sunday the 12th So Tomorrow you are going to be hopefully at our live event if you're in London international sisters we are sorry but we are currently planning some very fun international things so that we will be with you so that we can read the book together so that we can laugh we can gist we can dance Um, and so but for the London girls or for the people in the UK please do come to the uh, launch that's happening tomorrow we're going to be in conversation with Tolly T which is super exciting and yeah you can come ask us questions we'll Sign your book. We're always huggers when we're out and about, Absolutely. so come and give us a hug as hey, well. Don't assault us, though, and tackle us. I'm screaming We've nah, been that. Been privy to a few side tackles, but do, we are. <laughs> have we, girl? I haven't. <laughs> I have. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, I cannot wait to see you. we cannot wait to see you and so head to the link in our description not only to get the book but also to get a ticket and just support the amazing things we're trying to do over here as we grow the sisterhood
1: absolutely as courtney said we appreciate every single one of you thank you for listening into this podcast whether you are a lifelong legacy sister from day one to whether you heard of this podcast yesterday welcome sis we are so happy to have you we're so happy to welcome you and welcome to the sisterhood we are hoping we've already built some really crazy and amazing things but we are hoping to continue to build some crazy and amazing things too but with your help mm. so stay plugged in thank you so so much we are so excited and here's to even more glowing and growing for sure. across this journey for sure as is customary at to my sisters would it be a podcast if we didn't start with a ding 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 dilemma hey sisters hello friends. i appreciate you guys so much
0: do you appreciate you too i have
1: a little question yeah ask the way how do you find the balance between growing and glowing yeah. looking introspectively yeah. and becoming more self-aware with not being judgmental about others around you because they aren't also growing or being intolerant to other people because mm. they just don't get why you think the way you do mm. like how can i possibly treat people like that I think it's easy to say we should set boundaries, but in work environments and in personal environments, how do we do this and how do we create space for this? This is in response to a TikTok I saw, which states, no one talks about how being emotionally intelligent makes you the most annoyed and disappointed.
0: Oh, it's a bit depressing. It is a little bit um,
1: sad.
0: I think there is, there is a burden that comes with self-awareness and it's... It's the same with like being woke for example right. um, <laughs> once you become aware of things <laughs> but now for real once you become aware of things everything kind of gets a gray hue on it where it's yeah. like ah uh, you know your're there's a burden to having wisdom there's a sadness that comes with it like i was talking Mm -hmm. to a friend the other day and they were saying how it's no um surprise that in the bible if you don't know we are christians but you know this place is for everybody please don't run away but that's (laughs) what we think is subscribe to um, in terms of our faith and our personal journeys but They were saying how um, it's no surprise that one of the books of wisdom in the Bible is Ecclesiastes, which is one of the saddest books. Like literally, it's just like, yeah, we're all going to die anyway. You know, don't get so caught up in life like you're here today, you're gone tomorrow kind of thing. And there is an element of wisdom that is... As sadness, or so there's an mm-hmm. element of enlightenment which comes with sadness, um, and so I think that that's just something that has to be embraced. But also, I think it invites us into a very beautiful thing, which is actually getting to build relationships with people. Which are based on conversation and a desire to find understanding, not mm-hmm. necessarily agreement. And I think with the glowing and growing journey, it's so easy to want to enforce it on other people. But this is a choice that you have made for you. This is a a uh, lifestyle or a life journey that you have decided to give, commit to on your own. Mm-hmm. And other people are not not glowing and growing or you know resisting self-growth in the way that you define it because they are bad people or they are you know people who just don't want to work on themselves they're just on a different journey to you and that's actually completely fine. They are still human beings, and they are still worthy of your respect. Um, at least to the to to the very least, at, to hear their story, to hear their opinions, to have conversation with them, and to not just write them off or to not see them as um an annoyance, as the TikTok said. Because I think that can be a huge symbol of something we've spoken about before, which is pride. And one of the biggest things you don't want to do and one of the biggest traps you don't want to fall into is deciding to glow and grow and then it making you an arrogant person because you are healing and all these magical words with you know pixie dust around them it's like I'm healing I'm growing I'm self-actualizing I am all these things um you may even be growing in your faith like one of the things that we have to constantly contend with is do not be prideful do not think that just because you have taken up this um this decision to becoming a better person that you are now the best person in the world that's not how it works Um, you are working on yourself and you're choosing to do that in a specific way and you can also bring other people's attention to themselves if they desire it but it is not your job to be a fixer it is not your job to be someone who forces other people to making decisions which they don't want to make for their life all you can do is present options all you can do is yes guard your heart and have your boundaries but also when it comes to things like your work environment, your educational environment, where you're confronted with so many different people with different viewpoints, I think that's where you get to practice one of the most beautiful things which we seem to be losing in society, which is humanity. You simply get to be a human being, interacting with other human beings. And that means listening, that means talking, getting to know people, conversating. Um, It also means having to tolerate certain things, being allowed to disagree with certain things but also other people being allowed to disagree with you Mm -hmm. and i mean we we set ourselves up for failure when we think our glowing and growing journey um Requires us to just surround ourselves with people who agree with us. That's not how life works, and that's also not how you build true, authentic relationships and navigate through a society which is filled with diverse thought, diverse experiences, and diverse people. Um, And it's something we even talk about in our book. If you've read it in the intro, even um, talking about how sisterhood isn't necessarily about just finding agreement. It's not just about finding sameness, it's actually an embrace and a respect for difference as well. And so you have to have a respect for the fact that everyone's at a different stage in their journey, but also not everyone's journey is going to look like yours. And all you can do is be a positive, it's a part of your character development as well, is be a positive presence in somebody's life as a reflection of your own character, rather than trying to force them to be somebody else, show them who you are. And that's what I'd say. How
1: about you? I love that. No, I love that. I echo everything you've said and raise you too. Echo, echo, Um,
0: echo, echo. echo. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. I think the only things I would add to that is just stressing on that humility point, right? I think sometimes, again, we can think of self awareness as this I've become better, I've been enlightened, I'm suddenly, you know, above you. And it makes me think Mm -hmm. of um, the term the dunning-kruger effect where it's the more educated and the more knowledgeable you become Mm. the more aware you also become of all of your deficits Mm. so if anything self-awareness should be a very humbling process Mm. where it's not just about the acquisition of knowledge around you know a whole host of different areas but also knowledge of your own deficits and using that as a guiding principle and using that as an opportunity to really manifest that humility towards Mm. people because you are at least aware of your own shortcomings right And also using that as a means to give other people grace i think that as we become more self-aware as we become more knowledgeable as we become more wise it's actually an opportunity for you to extend the hand of grace to other people Mm. and use all of these um hindrances as opportunities to really reach out and connect with people on their Mm. level as opposed to coming up i think sometimes we wrongly associate and think that self-awareness and going on this growing and glowing journey is merely about coming up and Mm. just being above others Mm. when really it's about coming around and actually extending a hand or building communities or you know building relationships because you have this knowledge because you have this wisdom and because yeah. you have this foresight yeah. and who knows like your self-awareness your emotional intelligence could be the liberation to another person mm. it could be something that somebody else needed um one of my favorite sayings is oftentimes we are the answer to somebody else's prayer mm. and really seeing self-awareness and this journey as an opportunity to be an answered prayer and decentering yourself um is really really important even when we think about emotional intelligence it's not just about in being intelligent to your own emotions it's about actually accurately reading other people yeah. and then acting accordingly because yeah. you are aware of their um, emotions and their state of being mm. so with that knowledge that you have of other people with that emotional intelligence with the general um intellect that you're pursuing how can you actually be um a person that is a solid um contributor to their own self-development how can you actually help people out so I think even reframing that whole glowing and growing journey and it's something that we've spoken about multiple times as being a community effort as being something that allows you to connect with people on a more deep and more um, understanding um, basis Mm -hmm. um, will really really be helpful Mm -hmm. so yeah I think it is sad sometimes though insofar as I think we sometimes have this view or when we think we're leading a better life it's natural to want other people to do the same and dealing with the reality that there's other people that are probably not living the life up to your standards or up to a way that you think or you perceive as better can be really difficult and it's that sadness that can color the way that you interact with other people but I think having that humility but also having hope that you can actually be an example right like you can actually set the standard quote-unquote and you can actually show I think one of the most powerful ways that we can support other people is actually by being a light in their life. life Mm -hmm. um so whilst it may not mean that they're on your level per se or you may disagree about certain things or have different lifestyle habits Mm -hmm. or choices using these as opportunities to demonstrate actually sis i actually want more for you Mm. and because i've wanted more for myself i'm using that as an opportunity to demonstrate that I want more for you in this area too. Um, and then also respecting people's choices, mm-hmm. right? Like, as you were saying, like people have different opinions as it pertains to what a good life looks like mm-hmm. or what glowing and growing looks like. And they have different rates and mm-hmm. different circumstances that may also impact the rate at which they're able to glow and grow. Mm-hmm. So it's about shelving the frustration, being as patient as possible, mm-hmm. supporting where you can and yeah. actually being an example that I think will be the most powerful um, in this situation. Yeah. And yeah, um, really just taking in and enjoying the ride as much as possible especially because it comes with a sobriety um sometimes it's just necessary to sit back relax and whilst you're going through your own process and journey actually as you were saying celebrate those differences Mm -hmm. have those conversations have those frustrating debates Mm -hmm. um and try and find some means to connect with those people because that is the most powerful tool when it comes to self-actualization self-awareness it's not just about the self but it's also about Connecting with other people. Yeah, that's good. Um, and I
0: think I think it's also being available to be a help rather than right. and, and and an example. Because it's easy to kind of block out people. Um, because you know, boundaries or I'm trying to protect and guard, you know, my mind and you know, not be affected by other people. But really and truly It's sometimes good to be open, Mm -hmm. Um, not necessarily to receive or be influenced, but to have conversation and to be helpful to other people. You know, it's, it's actually a really big privilege to be in some in a position in someone's life where. You do have access to them quite frequently in terms of you're always at work together or you go to the same classes together or they have to listen to you about certain things. That can also be an avenue to be like, oh, you know what? I'm rather than closing the boundary, I'm actually opening up a conversation or opening up a relationship here where I can show you um, how I can be a help to you, give Mm -hmm. you advice, help you overcome certain things that you're going through. And I think that slowly allows people to become more open as well to pursuing what it is that you pursue Um, because sometimes people can then see like the glowing and growing process and be like I don't want to follow that because you're mad arrogant or you know your team don't sit with us or you're a mean girl you're all these things because of arrogance and pride and this isn't to say you shouldn't take your glowing and growing journey seriously and be protective of it but it does go to say that you do get to a point of your personal development journey where you know you know how to teeter the line of not being influenced but being influential Mm. and that comes with an openness so you have to know how to be open without letting things in but actually knowing how to let things out um Mm. in order to be a positive impact in people's lives and that's a great position to hold as well so yeah maybe take this as an opportunity not to cut people off but to actually invite them in to conversation and yeah the exposure to how great you are and also helping them make that decision for themselves for sure for sure
1: and also open up if there's areas that you might need to work on
0: you will be surprised we
1: often think yeah i'm emotionally intelligent until something happens or something comes up or you know the person that you've perceived to be less emotionally intelligent may be very strong in a Mm -hmm. very specific area so yeah
0: and it's usually those people that challenge our thinking there you go so
1: genuinely says wishing you all the best in your you know relationships and your engagements with other people um don't be too sad at least you're part of this community of sisters who really really um prioritize self-development glowing and growing and definitely use this as an opportunity to be a helper Mm. um as well as being helped so sending you lots and lots of love
0: for
1: real moving swiftly on to the meat and bones the uh main course Mm. the uh petit déjeuner, the breakfast, Mm -hmm. lunch and dinner Mm -hmm. um, of this conversation, which is all about mirage, Mm -hmm. relationships, long term Mm -hmm. relationships. But also, I think we're in a bit of a crisis (laughs) when we think about marriage and the modern woman. And it's not something that we've shied away from having conversations about on this podcast at all um, as two single and unmarried ladies.
0: Unmarried. Um, Unmarried. You know what they say, single
1: to (laughs) you? single
0: till you married baby i'm married eggs Um, ain't cracks. single pringles single pringles and
1: Hmm. (laughs) and it is i feel like it's a necessary conversation to continually revisit Mm. especially with changes social media Mm. as we're getting older um and i think also what we've been privy to in you know our communities and online and there seems to be a growing disdain for marriage and what it brings. That's so interesting. And a growing disdain yeah, yeah, yeah. for, especially at least in the heterosexual and yeah, heteronormative yeah, 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 um, relationships. Sure. Um, and obviously we're speaking from, you know, we're both Christian women. Mm-hmm. We both believe in the primacy of marriage mm-hmm. and all that kind of good stuff. But just thinking about marriage as an institution and marrying a man, and you know, settling down and all that kind of stuff. Suddenly there's a lot of folks that are finding it very unappealing they recently. Like they, don't they don't like, like it. it. And... I would love to know your opinions as to why the growing disdain of marriage is happening right now. What's going on? So I think f- it's two things, right? <laughs> no, sorry. I
0: think it's two things. One actually is it depends on what echo chamber- chambers you found yourself in. Right, because right. I definitely found that like the more I have since leaving Twitter, my life has become better. Yep. Let me just say that. Um, It's a nice platform. No but guys but ah, some of you are miserable mm, miserable so i think it's there's general sentiment but it's not always reflective of societal sentiment right right, right. do you get what i mean all wider sentiment so i have found that i have suddenly getting got into a place where I'm like, oh no, people want to be married. Right, right. Like right. I I TikTok, my TikTok algorithm algorithm, my Instagram, is like, mm-hmm. no, nah, the girls are out here, like, where is they my be married? They want to be where married. Is my and I think that's um heavily because, you know, with religion and different faiths, especially, you know, maybe traditional Abrahamic faiths. Yep marriage is a core tenet, like you mentioned in terms of us being christian marriage is actually a core tenant of the the faith's culture and what it teaches its people um and and Anyway, we could do a whole theological breakdown another day. but yeah, I think that marriage holds its place and so the more I've become more exposed to those things, mm-hmm. the more I'm like, no I see people out here wanting to get married yeah. and I like it yeah. I, I do like it but then there's another extreme where there's an idolatry and an obsession and yeah. a pedestaling of marriage and to a degree a um, over glamorization of it as well. Mm. So that's another criticism for them but I think the reason why we see a ge- a more general worldly disdain for marriage is because um, we have began to see more and more and more that oftentimes marriage just isn't respected. Right. And and not just people's view of marriage, but also people within marriage, not respecting what the marriage actually means. Um, And it doesn't mean people don't get to be human, but it does go to say that regardless whether you want marriage and whether you think it's great or whether you hate marriage and you think it is uh, the worst thing on the planet, yeah. The two people can actually still come to a very common ground, which is marriage looks tough, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. So you can hate marriage because marriage looks tough or you can be willing to go through the hardness of it and still want to obtain the beauty that comes with marriage as well. But I think marriage looks really hard sometimes. And we have seen people who have literally been burned and scolded and experienced embarrassment that has been birthed from them committing themselves to somebody and something going really wrong like a violation of Mm -hmm, trust mm -hmm. cheating um somebody just not really caring about the fact that this step that they've taken really does mean you owe somebody some kind of loyalty you owe somebody some kind of um commitment or whatever and I think the more we see that the more we're like is this thing even beneficial you yeah, know if people yeah, yeah. aren't going to keep their word but also in a more maybe um practical aspect in in society we've seen trends towards being able to cohabit without marriage and still build a life together mm-hmm. so for some people it's not necessarily that they hate marriage but to them the license isn't needed yeah. the the certificate isn't necessary the ceremony doesn't really matter it's more so about the oh I've chosen to do life with you and we've kind of made that vow to each other in word or just showing you know up for each other and being present and that's enough to kind of symbolize our commitment so why do we need to officialize it with Mm -hmm. a Mm -hmm. marriage Mm -hmm. ceremony or going to the courthouse or whatever way you want to do or going to see you know um religious um officials or whatever so I think there's also that place of maybe marriage like because as much as people dislike marriage, we don't hate relationships. We're yeah, still yeah, seeking yeah. love. We're yeah, still yeah, yeah. seeking companionship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're still seeking sex. We're still seeking to have kids. We're still like as much as these things may be on the decline because of economic downturn or, you know, just people doing it older as well. Maybe yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just that younger people are kind of like, ew, I don't want it now. But when I get to 30, then I'll start thinking about it. There are so many different factors at play. I think the general um forecast is oh people don't want to get married but actually I think people want the commitment they just don't want the um finality sometimes that comes with being married and the the fact that when you get married from our perspective anyway it really is a signing up to to a degree as uncomfortable it is as it is be a fool for love it now means that you've got to forgive especially if you are taking it from a more religious standpoint. Mm-hmm, so I'm not mm-hmm. just we talked about the legal in the Valentine's Day episode. Um you should go listen to that cuz heavy on that part. Hello. We need that thing in writing. Hello. But also on the more like spiritual aspect cuz to me, my opinion, you can drag me for it don't care <laughs> marriage is a spiritual <laughs> commitment yeah, and mean, so yeah. in the more spiritual aspect or in, the, in the more soul mind to mind heart to heart body to body side of it um it means that now i have to be committed to you and i'm saying i want to do this for better for worse sure. for richer for poorer in sickness in health till death yeah. do us part which means that whatever you put me through and whatever I put you through, we have to get past it. But also I'm now trusting you to not put me through anything Mm -hmm. because life's already going to put us through a lot. I don't Mm -hmm. need you to put me through anything. Um, And then there's that embrace (laughs) of
1: being the worst.
0: (laughs) Exactly. You are the worst. You are the sickness. You are the poverty. It's you in in form. You know form. what
1: it reminds me of? You know them Instagram posts that you see of like couples. Oh, we've sometimes. been through so we've much. We've been through together. so Stop much. Stop putting you her put through me through stuff. So no, much.
0: and it, it's stuff. But it's stuff Yo, like it's, that that makes people think. Why would I want to be with someone exactly, who puts me through? Exactly. And so I think it's more so a. A, it's less of a scrutiny people have of marriage and more so a scrutiny people have of men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? The it's like. The bones. I- Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Do we want to marry these people who we have um, come to believe we cannot trust and we cannot expect much of? And this is not me, you know, adding to the hate men agenda. No, please. Don't do that. We like I men. don't like that. <laughs> we like men. We like men. <laughs> not like that, please. Yeah, not like we that. We also nah, celebrate our really married women. Do um, you know what, what I mean? What I mean? Um, it's more so an acknowledgement of the fact that through years and years of media coverage through years and years of um folk tales through years of maybe viewing failed or dysfunctional relationships or maybe seeing um the unfortunate consequences of toxic masculinity unfold in your family your household amongst your parents amongst the people you love um maybe being a victim to abuse or seeing women who have been victims to um male perpetuated violence like you, you think to yourself, can I can I trust a man, let alone marry him? You know? Can I, can I give a man And this is me talking more generally, and and I know it's sensitive, but in the sense that with constant Not just narratives as if they've been created out of nowhere, but with statistics, with life experience, with um, past heartbreak, with social media, the red pill community, Mm -hmm, the rise mm -hmm, of certain mm -hmm. people. And you see men champion that you think to yourself, certain men champion that you start to think to yourself, can I trust you and with the responsibility of marriage as well being that I think a woman and a man give themselves over so much in vulnerability in the highest form of friendship if you read our book you see all the things we talked about in terms of building a friendship now imagine doing that with a partner yeah and someone who everything is now merged with you two people becoming one you then start to think in a world where people seem to be deflecting responsibility constantly dropping standards constantly hurling abuse not having um not taking up accountability like all of these things you think to yourself can I trust you? Can I trust anybody? Think about all the trust issues people Absolutely. have towards friendship. Absolutely. We even say, get a sister. People are in our comments, like, we don't want this. Witches. Why should we have women in lives? Everybody our is a witch. Everybody is a bastard. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> everybody say a witch. And that's just to say friendship. This As is someone you see, to, you know, key, 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 As just for build like As for someone you share a bed with, how would, if you can't even let somebody cross the line of Absolutely. friend, Absolutely. why would you let somebody cross the line into spouse? Do you get what I mean? So I think that, sorry, I know you've wanted to speak, but I'm getting my thoughts together in my mind and they're coming out of my mouth. I think to myself, if you have a generation that doesn't trust people, how do you trust somebody with your life? How do you trust somebody with your vow? Do you get what I mean? And I think that's where we become skeptical. We don't know if we can trust people. We don't know if we can trust men. If I can't trust you, I can't marry you. And so I would learn to do it without it. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry.
1: No, no, no. You're totally fine. Completely agree with everything. And I definitely was just anticipating getting to the crux of the matter, which is really, can I trust you? And can I trust you now? And can I trust you later? Yeah. I think it's that whole unknown that really, really does make people feel uncomfortable. Right. And I think just for humans in general, we dislike uncomfortable situations and we dislike the unknown and i think putting your trust in someone's unknown is really really scary and i think also thinking about where we've come to as women where we've got a whole host of women that are now being well, very well educated, making their own money in terms of what marriage represents yeah. for a whole generation for a very, very long time, especially in our different societies, yeah. marriage has represented safety. It's 100%. represented security, yeah. especially financial security. Yeah. It's represented um, social status. status. Exactly. It's been a form of social currency. Yeah. And we're now coming to a time where there's a lot of women that can do that for themselves. Facts. So in terms of seeing marriage as an investment, it's a investment in what now? Because the security, yeah. the safety, yeah. you know, what, everything that marriage has traditionally yeah. um, represented yeah. is now under threat because I love there's that. a lot of women that can hold their own. Yeah. And I think what's also frustrating about that conversation is there are also a whole host of men that instead of saying I'm gonna come up higher Mm. is I need the women to come back lower. Mm. So for a lot of women, it's I can hold my own, but I'm constantly being told by society, by social narratives, by patriarchy, by men that I'm doing too much and that I should dim my lights or I should make less money. I should become smaller. I should, um, you know, move away from the limelight in order to validate my um position in this marriage and in order to validate you yeah. as the provider rather than when, coming up higher rather than coming up higher so i think there's definitely a lot of disdain yeah. especially amongst women where it's like I, don't, I no longer need this security. Yeah. I no longer need this safety. Yeah. I no longer need you to be um, headship over me because yeah. you're not providing me the things that I once needed Exactly um, on the come up, Exactly maybe many generations ago. Yeah. And I think that that has contributed to a lot of enmity between the sexes, That's, right? Where, you know, you've got a whole host of men who feel like, I don't know what I bring to the table now, which is why you're always constantly coming on these podcasts to ask women, what do you bring to the table? Constantly. You've got to stop, bro you got to stop. Your table is breaking. Okay? It's breaking. It's made out of plastic. Straws. All
0: right. I need to stop.
1: Um, mm. And that's why... <laughs> sorry. 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 No, 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 no. You know, <laughs> you know what killed me? Somebody uh, must have said on social media that, especially for the mandem, we need mm. a podcast license. Mm-hmm. Because... Mm because i don't mm, i don't know but you know we've already stupidity. spoken about like uh yeah it's, 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 it's
0: <laughs> nonsense. <that laughs> rubbish.
1: it's giving incel <laughs> and all that kind of stuff instead of having productive conversations yeah. to men yeah yeah, they're yeah always yeah, coming yeah, on yeah, here to yeah, talk yeah, to yeah, women yeah, yeah and that's yeah, another yeah, thing yeah. right where it feels like for a lot and i think women have the, the jig is up yeah where yeah, yeah. women it feels as though marriages have always been the responsibility of of women women. to sustain. A hundred percent. When we think about all the things that marriage is supposed Mm. to provide us, security, safety, Mm. a sense of um, just a sense of identity, Mm. you would think that when, as marriage is posed as something that's around partnership, Mm. The reality is for a lot of women both in their personal experience but also just socially and the conversations that we have it feels like women have to do extra yeah to keep this marriage yeah. sustaining yeah. women have to be obviously the um caretakers they often they have to be the 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 nucleus of yeah. the family they need to hold it down when things are happening yeah. and men you know go off to conquer the land yeah. and all of these kind of things and it's tiring yeah. especially when it feels as though women are now Affording themselves security, affording themselves the side of the bargain that traditionally, traditionally men were supposed to provide. And if there is no negotiation, because marriage is supposed to be about negotiation, constant negotiation, if there is no negotiation then it really feels as though marriage is a loss to women. And I think of some of the most recent statistics and thinking about like male loneliness Mm. and how well they do in marriage. Mm. But then when you look at the statistics for women in marriage, a lot of women in long-term relationships, statistically speaking, are actually less happy. They're They're unhappy. They are more likely to suffer from, you know, mental health issues. They are more likely to feel um, overwhelmed. They are more likely to feel um, frustrated. I even saw a statistic, oh, this one annoyed me so much, where... Where women were out earning the men mm-hmm. in the marriage, they were still doing more of the yeah, housework. housework than the men. Yeah. And I, I
0: yeah, yeah. I was it's, absolutely yeah. scandalized. Uh-huh. But you see what the issue is. Um I think when you have a hmm, I think when you have a society where people are allowed to resist taking up any responsibility right, 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 but right. still desire to have reward. Um You find yourself in an issue and (laughs) find Yeah. No, no, the reason why is when I think about like more traditional traditional maybe cultures where even till now you know where it's like no men they provide a household it's a clear exchange you provide i will take care of the house it is a partnership of two people we understand this thing more so as roles that are being filled you then get yourself into and i'm not saying this is better or worse i'm just saying this as a case study you find yourself rather coaching men and women to become qualified to uptake that Mm -hmm, role mm -hmm. right and with the hope that in in observing and fulfilling your roles and your requirements there will be synergy and there will be um It's like two things clicking together. Do you get what I mean? And so that's what will help the household to function. In more Western models, what we're seeing is because you can no longer rely on just one income, because child rearing is very challenging in general, because we do, exactly. And because we do not have the same community models of having external people to help us do things like raise children or eat. Do you get what I mean? We have to, because we are so nuclear, That whole model of one person goes out to earn the income, most of us, let's be honest, we cannot do that. It's not happening. It can't work. It can't work. it can't work Stop life it. is too expensive it can't work do you it get what i mean man. on top of that we're then taking care of children if both of us are working how are we going to take care of these kids how are we going to make sure the house is clean how are we going to do xyz <sighs> right so then you're living in a world where now i'm choosing to partner with you because are you an effective partner number one Bruh. but also if i can actually provide for myself by myself right in a world where actually maybe you can do this thing all on your own and maybe i will have more peace of mind doing it on my own. Now, if I'm bringing someone into my life, it's no longer based on whether you are able to provide X, Y, Z, not no longer just, please, we want both. But it's not just on whether you can provide entirely for me. It's actually now down to, do I want your companionship? And so the issue here is so many people, (laughs) so many people, are wondering why don't women want to get married oh. and it's because your companionship sucks. If 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 we can't be friends, if we can't form a basis of trust, love, and you can say, oh, but this is such a Western romantic view. Is it not the Western world that we're living <laughs> in? You can't be looking at this <laughs> thing living in America no, or don't, the UK. Me, me, and, then, me. and then tell me it's such a Western no, view. No, we no, are Westerners no, now. No, 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 no. We are. No no no. no, 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 no. Do you know why this actually
1: frustrates me to my core? Because even when we think about like the traditional things that women are supposed to bring or yeah. present right? It's always the aesthetics. It's yeah. always the, you know, and there's this conversation going on on TikTok right now where it's like people are blow, their minds are blown as to why like oh, all of these pretty girls and folks that have focused on their aesthetics, like they're finding trouble in relationships and whatnot. It's because... It's all a lie
0: You don't have companions. Think about it
1: Practically speaking This is somebody When you say lifelong mm. This is my life partner mm. This means a significant portion of your life You mm. will be spending Come with that on. person Beyond oh, having sex yeah. Beyond yeah. oh, looking yeah, at You look nice Do you know what I mean? I will have to look at you. And And you will have to look at me. And also you will have have to to spend time together. We have
0: to be with each other through the toughest of times. Bro. And the realest of times. That Instagram picture is not my real life. That um, small YouTube video is not my real life. There are things in the background which I fight with. There are things which I am going through. There are goals I'm trying to hit. There's a family that I have. There's a future I'm trying to enter. Are you going to be a good friend? and a good? Do I want to actually connect myself to say, I'm going to do all of this fighting, all of this building all of this uh all of these victorious things even with you with you, with you as a friend do i like your personality and that's why sometimes people want to cast away the importance of having friendship because it will force them to personally develop in a way which says more than just your sexual appeal right, right, more right. than just your finances what do you actually bring to the table do you have good conversation do you have good reasoning? Do you make good decisions? Are you just an impulsive, Honestly. emotional, highly emotional, tra- traumatized, like just angry person? <laughs> like, what? How can someone live with us? <laughs> Every day? <laughs> Surely, and it's not to say do not be flawed. It doesn't mean you can't have trauma. It doesn't mean you can't have anger issues. It doesn't mean you can't, you know, be working Mm. on yourself. It doesn't mean you can't be a work in progress. It can't mean, it doesn't mean you have to have been a person untouched by life. We sit here on this podcast and talk about how the things we have been through have damaged us. And we're currently on this glowing and and growing process to try and repair that into a more beautiful thing. Right. But I think the thing that gingers me so much about it is when we, when I take a more like, kind of biblical but spiritual view of this I think about it um, in terms of our relationship with God, right? It started off full of laws and fears, and I need this thing for security. And it's moved on into actually choice. Right? You have full choice. You have full autonomy. You have the ability to say. And this is why people kind of get scared of women having these critical conversations where they poke and prod at marriage and what it actually is. Because think, just think about. Run with me for a second. For so long, we have been sold a lie a about lie. the the. Oh over-romanticized, over-glamorized side of marriage that says that once you get married, your femininity is 100% fulfilled and you will finally, you know, thrive in your womanhood because you'll be a mother and you'll be a wife. And so how many women have bought into that lie and then they got married and realized they're unfulfilled, they're depressed, their mental health, their finances, everything. They're They're actually bored. They're, 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 whole, actually they're bored. bored. Their, their friendships are suffering. Their whole reality has been shattered because they spent their majority of their life thinking this thing will fulfill me. And now it hasn't It's not left even a me little unfulfilled Not even a little bit Right but now we're no longer operating under that guise and under that lie. It means that we can actually choose to be in companionship. And many people resist that ability to choose because it feels like there's too much power, but also there's a deep rooted fear, I think, that they will choose not to do it. Exactly. So how will we get them to marry us unless we continue to beat them into place not physically beat, but some people do. Um, if we don't continue to shame them, make them feel as though they they cannot operate in the world without the cover of a man if we do not continue to reinforce these lies which is why the whole red pill blue pill kevin samuels um, fresh fresher fit every single person that's on the (laughs) internet talking (laughs) was all you lot what you're doing is trying to beat women back into believing a lie and you are you are really you're doing it in a cunning way because you think it you think that accessorizing it with little bits of truth will make it seem ah. like it is the ultimate truth. But that's not true. What is actually the most beautiful thing is when a man, a woman, a person can choose, I choose you in my right mind, right? I think the, the thing that made me think about faith is we're going through waves of people deconstructing their faith. And I think it is both, you know, quite sad to see in Mm -hmm. terms of people Mm -hmm. losing Mm -hmm. it, but also very beautiful to see. Because once you deconstruct and you take apart something and you think, okay, what is its true form? What is, get rid of all the cosmetic and the glamorization and the media. What is this thing I'm actually signing up for? Who is this person I'm actually committing myself to? What is this marriage thing that I say that I want? What is this relationship thing? What is love really? What is commitment? Once you start to deconstruct these things and you then think, no, I still want to choose it, that is the highest form of commitment. That is the highest form of love. That, for example, in our faith, that a God could see all of our for the rest of time and say, I choose you. That we could see the challenges that would come with the burdens of love and choosing to receive and be in commitment with a perfect God and how burdening that is and still say, I want to do it because you first loved me. That kind of choice is magnificently beautiful. Do you get what I mean? But it comes with two people who are very aware Yo. of what it is they are signing up to, making a commitment to the truth, this, oh, not child, to the illusion. Child. And
1: therein lies the, the issue. Because even when I think about this whole idea of choice, right? Yeah. This whole idea of when you really inspect a thing to really see what it is at its truest form. A lot of women do that. Yeah. It is made manifest in our conversations around what is your intention when you yeah. were to date me? Do you want a commitment out yeah. of this? But so many of us are shamed when we get to that process because we don't want to come across as desperate to a man. We don't want to come across as pressurizing. You should apply pressure. You should apply pressure because marriage is a very serious thing. Being in a long-term relationship is a serious thing. Facts. It is a serious choice. And I know that there's a lot of... Both men and women alike, but a lot of men out there that will shy away and run away from these things and under the guise of, um, you know, I want to keep my options yeah. open because they're afraid of the accountability. They're afraid of the commitment. They're afraid of the responsibility. Yes. But they're also afraid to be ha- to, to have a light shone yeah. on them. And actually, beyond you being a man, masculinity yeah. or provision, are you a good companion? And- are you actually Thank a good companion? You. Because genuinely, even what you're saying, friendship, friendship. actually being able to mm. hang out in your presence, mm. not feeling fear, not feeling shame. Um, even Unity. when I think of, even when I think of submission, like how many times that has been,
0: that's a whole conversation. Oh, for
1: another day, oh, you know? oh, oh, at least when we think of obviously, um, again the primacy of christianity yeah. across the west in general it has been subverted mm-hmm. and all, all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. when i think of the bible verse that says wives submit mm-hmm. yourselves to your husband mm-hmm. the instruction was to the wife and not wife and not to the husband mm-hmm. and it was an instruction to submit yourself mm-hmm. it wasn't um be, be beaten into, not be submitted it wasn't a uh, man that look in fact the instruction to the man
0: was again, love your wife exactly as, no, no, no no you gotta take there it was, further take love your wife as christ loved the church That he died for. He died for. Right? How many men? That's the bit. That's the bit. No, that's the. If you want us to talk about today, we'll talk about it. How many men?
1: How many men? And you know what? This is why when I think of like good male figures in my life, when I think of the importance of having male friends, having a, uh, a loving brother, having a loving father, these are all examples of men that I know exhibit that kind of love Mm. to me and it's such a shame especially for the women that have been traumatized or don't have access to these examples or have been um Indoctrinated to believe that They have to perform In order to receive love No, 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 no You don't have to perform To receive love The love should be It it literally is It's 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 active first first. It's displayed first So no, you are not um, Requiring too much When you ask for a demonstration Of commitment You're not um, demanding too much When you're looking for A demonstration of responsibility Mm -mm. You are not asking for too much When you're looking for A demonstration of accountability Mm -hmm. In fact, these things are necessary When we're thinking about life partner Even when I think about things Like having kids And finances And stuff like that how many men are afraid that you know and um, this woman is going to take you as a, a gold digger mm-hmm. or whatever she's going to steal all of my money and stuff mm-hmm. like that that's not what a companion does. Mm. That's not what companionship is for. When you get married, that's a combination. And this is why so many marriages fail, right? Finances is one of the biggest ones, yeah. right? Let's actually go there today and yeah. have conversations around the um ramifications of having a companion that yeah. you are married to. Yeah. Suddenly things are joint yeah. Suddenly credit scores are linked. Yeah. Suddenly um things that you have to pay for it's no longer a dual income. Yeah, if yeah, anything yeah. it's not a dual income. It's one income combined. under it combined. And I think we need to think of marriage as This is a real commitment, but this is also a real conjoining of two becoming one. Even when I think of like, the reason why people take it so seriously, if you do want to have kids, is this person suitable to be a father to my children? Beyond him being a partner and somebody Mm -hmm. that I sleep with and Mm -hmm. hang out with from time to time, do I trust that this person is not only a good person enough now to have a kid with, but can I trust that they're willing to go on the journey to rear a child with me in its ups and in its downs? Like I think of... um. Some of the couples that I know in my life that have been married like 10, 20, um, 30 years, they've been through real, real real ups and downs, downs, real like lows of lows can you trust that on your worst day this person still chooses to say i do yeah we think that i do stops at the 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 wedding ceremony you have to constantly wake up and say i do even if this person is frustrating you i do even if this person there's so many things you could go through Mm -hmm. when you're married there have been people that have been through miscarriages there have been people that have been through um their family dying they have been through accidents all that kind of stuff this is really a life partner you choose, and of course, especially as women, especially as um, traditional institution dictates that women need to find a protector and a provider. Of course, we're going to take it seriously mm-hmm. when we get to those situations, and we have to ask mm-hmm. ourselves: Is this the guy that I mm-hmm. want to commit to? In fact, what I want for men is to take marriage more seriously. I need you guys beyond you know engaging with women and having your little fun and you know um, dodging commitment and whatnot as a man, there's so much favor that can come towards you from actually having a wife and treating her responsibly. In fact, there's so much favor. The thing about women is women are smart. They're shrewd. They can multiply. There's so many good things that can come out of marriage. But I think our individual enmity towards marriage for different reasons, but also some similar reasons is preventing a generation of people from actually progressing and thriving, mm-hmm. despite having similar desires. Yes. There's so many men, even when I think of, oh, you know, A lot of men that have been heartbroken and are just out here being players, you guys are looking for love. Mm -hmm you don't have to cap out here you're Mm -hmm. looking for love equally women even though we are shamed for it a mm -hmm. lot more women are looking for companionship their desires there are women out there that are desiring marriage and it is not a surprise that there's now so many women that are just like "Mm -mm, I'm not doing it because I've seen what my mother went through I've seen what my grandmother went through I'm seeing all these things on social media and I think it's also contributing to rising rates of divorce because women are not sitting down anymore and desiring more of men we require you to step into that role of companion, protector, provider. Mm-hmm. We're requiring you to step into that role of I'm partnering mm-hmm. with you. We are no longer allowing, you know, um our downs to dictate yeah. whether or not um, we can continue this alone. Yeah. There are so many people. I think there was a phrase that was like, there's so many people that are single parents and single mothers yeah, that are married. married.
0: In marriage. And some of them Spouse don't have even kids. some of them don't have mm-hmm. kids. Are you a single mother? Mm-hmm. Who's your kid? Mm-hmm.
1: Who is your kid? Mm-hmm. And I just I am not shocked and I'm not surprised why there is so much disdain however if we are you know because as you said there are still people at least in my community that i speak to that still desire marriage if we all desire marriage if there are so many of us that desire that companionship then we need our standards to change we need our um, engagements to change as well the way that we relate to to, you know each other needs to change it has to and this is why i you know i joke about having a podcast license but Whilst we may not be able to enforce a podcast license, you have the license to Um, choose who Who you actually listen to exactly who you consume where are you getting your ideas around Mm -hmm. marriage and relationships um from if you don't have if you don't currently have access to healthy relationships it is your responsibility to actually seek them out now if you're constantly hearing about divorces if you're constantly hearing about abuse if that's actually been your experience then i would encourage you please to find communities to engage with people that have actually been married and they have good tales to tell as as much as the bad ones because i think even for a lot of women we have been traumatized Out of marriage Bax. Traumatized out Bax. of marriage We don't want to go through The pain of childbirth Especially for yeah. somebody Who actually doesn't care yeah. Enough for us As yeah. woman and wife Yeah. We don't want to go through, through Exactly that. We don't want to have to go through um, The feelings of loneliness The feelings of Just lacking Because this person Is not dedicated yeah. to being A companion and a friend to us We no longer want to go through The long periods of isolation mm-hmm. And just feeling burnt out Because we don't have somebody That cares about us enough To actually be a partner And not necessarily just a man in the traditional sense of the word and this is why actually the divorce rates are rising exponentially exponentially
0: and it's also a don't think that divorce is just people initiating a signing on that dotted line and being like hey i want to give this up because it's the easy way out i think a lot of Mm. like you really have to remind yourself people there's this saying People don't get married with the intention of getting divorced. If somebody has gotten to the place where they're like, we're ending it, it has come with, and this has not been our lived experience, so yeah, we don't want to talk too much on it, but it's coming from a deep place of, whoa, there is no other way through this. And you have to remember, that's just a... It, the, the the writing on the dotted line, that's just a finalization of something Absolutely. that's already taking place at a different moment, whether it was a good collect, like both of you giving up or one person violating trust or violating covenant, violating promise, violating a vow. Um, and you really have to sit with that. But I think the overall sentiment here is we are really calculating and making sober decisions about who is worthy of taking on the burden the responsibility and the blessing of wed marriage with mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. It's not everybody that is worth that level of selflessness. Let's be honest. It's not everybody that is worth that level of dying to self. Right. It's not everybody that's worth that level of commitment. It's not everybody that's worth that level of vulnerability. And I'm saying that because marriage puts you in the highest position of all of these things. Yeah. The highest It it is the most vulnerable you are. It is the place where you are most likely to experience your greatest pain, your greatest betrayal. There is a nakedness, a Mm -hmm. physical and a, Mm -hmm. a spiritual one and a soulful one and nakedness that happens with your partner. I think a lot of women are realizing now, I get to choose who I get to do that with. And if I don't see you, and this is why we're constantly encouraging you. Women, you are not doing too much by having standards. You are not doing too much by having expectations. The more you become clued up, and men as well, you are not doing too much by having expectations or standards. The more you become clued up about how important, how beneficial, but also how serious, and serious is the word, how serious marriage and even serious relationships romantic relationships are, the more you should be guarded and the more you should be critical and the more you should be selective about who you choose to do that with who you choose to do that undressing with who you choose to literally trust with your future trust with your seed trust with your like your name trust with your money trust with your home trust with access to you you are literally building a future with somebody Is this the person you want to do it with think about all the things you want to achieve in your life all the things you want to overcome and you need to overcome all the things that you want to build and that you want to establish is this the person who's going to help you be able to achieve it because the more you become attached to that that actually no i i love this person i'm this is my companion this is my highest friend this is the person who literally i break bread with every day Once you become more committed to that, every challenge becomes something you work through together. Mm. But I think another fear that women are having towards marriage is the fact that can I even trust that we'll fight this thing together or will I just be fighting you all the time? Are we going to be fighting each other or is it going to be me and you against life, me and you for the world, me and you establishing and building our future or now on top of Building my future, overcoming <laughs> trauma, trying to build. You. I now have boss. to fight
1: you. Coming like final it's boss at the end of stress. the game, it's and that's totally the too much.
0: thing. Marriage has been illustrated, and people are understanding that marriage done wrong is stress. It oh, will kill child. you. It will. Have you watched Acrimony? Oh, you should watch it. Child. It will kill we'll be you. we talking about that all the time, but genuinely, a bad marriage will kill you. It will. It's better end to be single,
1: life. and that's why they are single babies Exactly, Ooh, and sorry. it's
0: better to be single than to enter a bad marriage. Let me tell you that, sisters. Please be liberated. I know aunties uncles moms dads everybody pressure when will you marry when will you marry when will you... especially with oldest daughter syndrome and set an example for your daughter. i am setting an example the example that i'm setting is it's better to be single and thriving than married and dying Come and on so many women are in marriage and dead walking dying. zombies do not just get married no do not just get Child. married because you want a ring on your finger baby girl you've got sisters you've got family you've got people who love you find yourself a community who constantly pour into you and don't go and exchange that. The fact that you need to be filled, the fact that you need to be loved, the fact that you need to feel affection, feel support and be in partnership with someone you can trust and be in safety and security. Mate. Have you running and forfeiting and substituting and sacrificing all of the words, all of these <laughs> things, just so that you can say you have somebody's last name as your own. You already have a last name. You come for a family. Build those relationships. No, no, no. You <laughs> come from a family. Build those relationships and start building your life, Please?
1: You know why that's even funny Even the whole last name Because I know We got a rapper we, Yeah we, we've do. Been we do We do But that what makes me laugh About that last name Is the importance Of reputation right Like Because a lot of us Are interacting with men In isolated instances Exactly Back in the day You needed to know his friends exactly. You needed to know What family he came what from What do people like, say Of this man What do people reputation? say and Of this man And the funny thing man? is It's always the reverse Oh she's trying to take my last I'm name I'm trying
0: to I'm trying to say Who's trying to take Sorry, your hey, If you don't do stop do that you Rubbing your What grabbing. is it <laughs> What is it that you heard Smelly. that I'm trying to say? I have <laughs> a father. I actually hate you. What is it that to What is it that I'm trying to say? from
1: Smelly. <laughs> <laughs> so <bad. laughs> Child. That last name of yours. This one that even have to, because uh, you know, a them on social media, they'll be there
0: fighting. Like, oh, she has to take my last name. What is Some that? of your what last names there? come with village stress. They literally come with village stress.
1: What does <laughs> your name is? Are you highly regarded in this village?
0: There we go. There You're we go. These are all things that you are allowed you to need consider to think women, about. You um do. and you do need no, to think so about. And funny. I think if we're going to see successful, just to bring it down a <laughs> bit, if we are going to see successful marriages and marriages mm-hmm. that make our children or maybe the next generation think actually because I, I was having this thought actually as i was walking from grocery shopping yeah i want my children to think based on my mom and dad's marriage i want to be married this is the
1: thing i this want is to be married. i hope, want
0: you know? i want to build a life i want to build a home i want to be in something good and i will wait until I find that exactly I will not settle for a substitute or a counterfeit (sighs) I will wait until I have found the real deal before I put myself in a situation where I could be heartbroken because I've been chasing something which was actually fake because I I wasn't willing to be patient the funny
1: thing is ladies just a bit of a tip the counterfeit always comes before the real Mm -hmm. so be careful There may be some guys that may be coming and you think they're Mr. Right, but child, they are Mr. You should have left them in 2002. Have
0: your lens on, literally have your, and this is why when you're dating, like, don't be filled with you know all these things that's p- us being said on social media, yeah, and then check. all of our emotions from our you know past um relationships. Don't get me wrong, relationships and romance it's an emotional thing, right? Absolutely. But do not be overtaken by your emotions that you Sober. lose your sense. Sober. You need to have sense. Do all the checks, okay? Ask people, talk to people, help people to get you in your right mind, yo. okay? And be like, yeah, we know, okay? Maybe you guys are having sex and the D is we great.
1: Got to, yo, we gotta put like a. Little um, PDF
0: like yeah, just checklist just just so you can refer checklist. to it, just in case you get a bit, you know, roasted. You know what? You need to do check on bamboozles. company's
1: house if he has any. No, but
0: biggest <laughs> man thing, no, 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 but biggest man thing, no, honest company's to God. House,
1: does he have any assets or liabilities?
0: <sighs> but honestly, like even more than just these, like you know, th- searching things, mm-hmm. is he living up to his word? Absolutely, is he integral? Does he but have values that guys, are aligned with ah, you, you your, as well?
1: The thing is, you're waiting for the ostentatious
0: displays it's right the small the, take
1: me to Amsterdam no or
0: do do do. I, and Batman. that's why we've had this conversation about love, bomb- love no, bombing love bombing right exactly. where it's like
1: it's a distraction you, all of
0: this is just a distraction, a distraction from the fact that actually through his small everyday behaviours you could tell He's this foolish. man is a liar He's and a, a fool a so really you. and truly you need to be sober you need to be sober and do not let the emotions and the heightened you know the twitter wars or the gender wars on social media take your sense from you this is the
1: thing twitter like like even these social media things that will tell you like this is how you validate a man. Twitter will be there for you when you connect with that man and you get with that man. But when things go south, you won't be able to go to Twitter to tell them that this man is a fool. Oh, he did all the right things. What were the right things? They, and they'll, were, drag, you too. To who, they they'll drag, drag you to. They'll drag you
0: to. Once your face is in the mud, they will also drag you in it more. Look, yo, mate, Look, be in, careful.
1: in future, we're going to bring on some healthy couples to, to have conversations and whatnot um don't be uh, bamboozled and don't be uh uh you know hoodwinked and all that jazz um but sisters genuinely like we love you and if you know marriage is something that you care for something that you desire don't be disheartened and lay in wait that your suitor will be coming but also this is an intentional pursuit and sometimes these things will take time so don't be feeling too overwhelmed by the fact that you may have aunties uncles or folks in your community that are asking you whether you're you know getting married soon hold fast and you know, fight the good fight of faith. Fight the good fight. It's important that you are actually intentional, especially when we say life partner, we mean life, as in this is the person that you will spend a significant portion of your life with. And it makes sense that you should, you know, take the time that is necessary. Mm -hmm. And for the sisters that are currently married, we are praying that you are in thriving relationships. And you really
0: do thrive and make it. We hope that you guys are able to run the
1: test of time. And we're also praying that you have community around you as well to support you um and for those of you that are in you know toxic situations relationships we pray that you have you know strength and if it is necessary for you to leave we also pray that you find um the community the strength to be able to leave that situation and do what's actually best for you your health your wellness and if there are children involved of course um them too um so sending lots and lots of love we know that this has ended up being quite a sober conversation Mm -hmm. um and sometimes those kind of conversations are necessary because the strength of a community is often found in the strength of families and it's something that we really believe in over here at TMS whatever your family looks like so sisters on that note you can come and say hi to us your hosts of the TMS podcast on our socials the lovely lady to the left of me in the forest green jumper I enjoy the way that this is uh against your skin it's giving you gorgeous at cd Boateng. and of course come and say hello to me over at renee kapuku you can follow us on all of our social media at to my sisters at to my sisterhood the fastest the most excellent the most these these are not verified words we're (laughs) just saying them about us um at to my sisters follow us on everything and of course we would love to hear anything that you have to say on marriage Mm -hmm. what has been your experience what have you felt what have you seen um do you have disdain towards marriage Mm -hmm. are you trying to get married we would love to hear it so please 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 make sure that you hop on the youtube the instagram the twitter wherever and let us know and of course sign up to the mailing list we will be all up in your inbox just like we've been all up in your ears for this episode sharing all of our weekly glowing and growing tips and a nice little personalized message to get you started right in this week yeah and sisters we love you so much. Thank you so much for being part of this community. Thank you so much for investing in us and thank you so much for allowing us to be part of your sisterhood community. Until the next one, keep glowing and growing. Bye loves.
0: We're Renee and Courtney, your online sisters, and we're on a mission to help women across the world become the best version of themselves through the power of sisterhood. That's why we've written To My Sisters A Guide to Building Lifelong Friendship. From working out how to achieve your dreams to setting boundaries and managing expectations, this essential handbook will show you how to fully embrace the power of friendship and community. Packed with practical advice and personal
1: stories from our decade-long friendship, we'll give you all the tools and advice you need to find, make
0: and keep lifelong friendship. To My Sisters is available now online and at all good bookshops.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row?